Welcome to the Kingdom Advancement Cathedral of Worship, where we purpose to make Jesus famous one soul at a time. We want you to come on out and worship with us every Sunday at 3 p.m. Our address is 10803 Deering Road, Louisville, Kentucky. We also have Thursday Night Live, where we take the time to explore the Word of God and its application to our daily lives. But if you can't catch that, catch us every Monday at 7.30 p.m. at the Daily Gospel Network. God bless you, and we love to have you. study podcast. Um, it is good to have you guys here today. If you will bow your heads and pray with me before we get started. Father God, we come to you right now as humbly as we know how. We want to thank you for all of the many blessings that you have given us, Father God. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to come into your presence right now, Father God. Even though we're not all together inside of the sanctuary together, Father God, but we came with one purpose on our mind and all the same purpose, Father God, and that is to get to know you a little bit better, to be able to dig into this word and learn it for ourselves so that we no longer have to stand on anybody else's faith, Father God. I pray right now, Father God, that something that is spoken today is going to uplift and change somebody in a mighty way. In the most matchless, powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Last week, we spoke about the, the first uh, 12 verses of the first chapter of Job. Um, using that particular analogy, we were able to come to the understanding that Job was a upright and blameless man. We understood that Job, in that particularity, he was able to set aside the time to give sacrifices to God for his children. We also took an examination of what it looked like for for Lucifer or Satan or the accuser to be walking around inside of heaven. We explored the reality that he actually was not banished from heaven, but he still is is to, to uh, be approved by God and still come and present himself to God whenever the angels, other angels do. Because we do understand that he was the lead angel, but he decided he wanted to, to be more powerful than God, and so that's where he lost his position. But with the angels, he still comes and presents himself to God. As we go through our study, wa walking through the book of Job, I want to start with verse 13 of the first chapter. And I'm going to read 13 through 22 through the end of the first chapter. And then we're going to go through an explanation of it. And next week we'll begin on chapter 2. Amen. Verse 13 reads as such. It says, One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house. A messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby and a sebens at the tackle and carried them off. They put their servants to the sword and I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Verse 16 says, 
while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Verse 17 says, While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, that to inform them that the three raiding that the, the children were at a party and they their party got torn down by a tornado and that the three children were inside of that party and the house got broke down see i want to stop right here and take a little look at what we're dealing with right now see over and over and over job was a approached by one of his servants stating that he has suffered a great loss first it was dealing with some of his livestock then it was dealing with his family dealing with his houses dealing with his property he lost everything if you remember last week, we spoke about when the devil had told God that he had placed a hedge of protection around Job. That hedge of protection that he placed around Job, he, the devil believed that that was the reason why Job was upright and blameless and feared God. But God was to say that even though there is a hedge of protection around Job, he does not fear me just because of the hedge of protection, just because I've blessed him, but he fears me because of who I am. Now, this is, is in the particularity. This is just showing what God allowed the devil to do to Job. So now when we're looking at this, God had, 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 told, had told the devil prior to that you could attack Job's life, but you could not harm his body. And in this particular uh, uh, scripture text, it is very, very intriguing because he went through and not only attacked his wealth, not only attacked his livestock, not only attacked his house, but he attacked his family. Now, anybody that I know, they deal with the loss of finances. They deal with being foreclosed or evicted. But the moment that you step into my family, my children, we've got a problem. And see, and the Bible tells us in verse 20, it says, at this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground and worshiped. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Verse 22 says, In all this Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. See, what is so intriguing to me in this particularity of this situation is that Job was able to actually speak life into his situation see what we've got to understand is in spite of what situation you're going through you can continue to worship God in spite of let me give it to you like this uh, uh, Job has just suffered the death of all 10 of his children all seven of his sons and all three 
of his daughters. But in spite of the death of his children, he worshiped God. So what I have come into the realization during this COVID-19 time period, there's been an increase of funerals that I have had to partake in. But what I have learned as the year has progressed, as 2020 went on and as 2021 began, the funerals began to seem more of a worship than a funeral. They were situations where people were able to give God the glory, the honor, and the praise in spite of the situation, in spite of the fact that it seems very dark right now in this world, in spite of the fact that everybody is sick in this world, in spite of the fact that there is an economic downfall in this world, in spite of the fact that the government is going through all types of unease and unrest, in spite of the fact that we are having a civil rights movement, in spite of the fact of everything going on inside of this world, people are able to worship God in the most somber, in the most saddening moments of their life. I was at a funeral just the other week and I was watching as the funeral lasted up to three hours and I'm watching this family give God the glory. When I stood up to give remarks, I spoke life into the family and I said, there's no doubt in my mind that the particular individual who has gone on home to the Lord is saved because any family who can come into the house of God during the funeral of their loved one and worship like they've lost their ever loving mind has no doubt in the destination that God has presented to them. See, this is just going on to explain to you really how blameless and upright Job truly is. The fact that he was able to say naked from my mother's womb I came and naked from my from from this earth I will depart. He was saying that, it, that these times is so hard and so sickening right now that I could literally tear my clothes off and die. That I am ready to be naked and die. But understand this, brothers and sisters, he fought and stood strong. See, what I love so much about this particular text is verse 22. See, in verse 22, it says, in all things Job did, he did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. See, that's something to praise God for right there, because he did not sin for charging God. See, understand that sometimes we find ourselves inside of situations. We're in of situations that we don't quite understand how we got into those situations. We're inside of situations that we don't understand why God allowed this to happen. But the fact of the matter is God wants you to be able to have the balls enough to question him in those situations. See, the God that I serve, he says in Psalms, oh, taste and see. He wants you to test him out and try him. He wants you to try and see if what he says in his word is true. There's not going to be a time anymore for us to sit here and waver back and forth, but to move with confidence. See, uh, 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 right now in the kingdom advancement, our theme for this year is walking in holy boldness. Uh, I, I preached on Sunday and I told them that, uh, that we have to move with boldness and I purpose to make Jesus famous. And see, the reason I purpose to make Jesus famous is because of what he has shown us in 
his life. He has shown us so many things in his life that he has given us the life to look at to see how we should live. And then to put the cherry on top, he died so that we could be saved. See, one thing I can say about Job is I guarantee you he wished he had this book when he was going through what he was going through. He wished he had this book to be able to reflect upon how he should operate. As I told you last week, later on in the book of Job, we start dealing with Job's uh, friends had come and they start to tell him about what God meant whenever he was having these negative things happen in Job's life. But what I need you to understand is that Job's name means in the Hebrew hated or persecuted. So many people, they look at the word Job, it's J-O-B, and they assume that it's about jobs. People that, that aren't students of the Bible, they don't understand that it means hated or persecuted one. So understand that the, 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 the writer of Job, he was called Job, but his name was not actually Job. It was more or less the nickname he got from his friends that came to try and counsel him. See, it's very interesting to me that, that they would nickname him the hated one or the accused, but God calls him upright and blameless. See, I'm reading this book right now by, the, by Pastor Stephen Furtick called Unqualified. This particular book called Unqualified is, is a book that Pastor Stephen Furtick wrote after being called unqualified by some of the most well-known theologians in this world. Now, Pastor Stephen Furtick, who graduated from Southern Theological Seminary, who planted a church that within the first six years was able to plant over 12 different locations, he was considered to be unqualified. Now, he was upset that he was considered unqualified because the theologians that called him unqualified were the same theologians that he read their textbooks while in school. The same theologians who I have read their textbooks while I've been in school. These are the same theologians that we have looked up to for all of these years. And for them to be on stage at a trial by fire kind of situation, speaking of him being unqualified. Now his unqualified abilities had him write a book instead of standing up and speaking on it. He didn't go into his church that Sunday and make a public statement as most pastors would do, but he wrote a book explaining how God uses unqualified people to lift up his kingdom. I thank God right now that I'm not qualified to stand right here behind this desk, and I thank God and I am honored and humbled every Sunday that I get the opportunity to pastor the kingdom advancement. But what I can say about Job right now is Job was qualified. Job in his life in the land of Uz, which is modern day Jordan, Job is qualified. Job was upright and he was blameless. Job had all types of livestock. Job was qualified. He was known as one of the most well-known people of all the East. He was qualified. He was 
qualified. Now, although the devil said that God had a hedge of protection around him, although the devil said that God has blessed him and has given him anything he has ever wanted, so of course he would be qualified. But one thing I can say about the qualifications of Job is that he lost everything and still praised the Lord. Brothers and sisters, what you've got to understand about that is your qualifications have nothing to do with whether or not you have a master's of divinity, whether or not you have a doctorate in theology. Yo, 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 being qualified has nothing to do with the fact that you have funding inside of your pocket. Your being qualified has nothing to do with but the fact that you are a child of God. See, God has qualifications for you as a Christian believer that are not the same as the rest of the world. See, being qualified as a believer means that you follow the word of God and you do what the word of God says to do. When you do what the word of God says to do and you follow the word of God, you can stand in the face of the adversary just as Job did and worship God in spite of the situation that you're going through. Qualifications that we went through looking at last week of Job's qualifications mean nothing at the end of the day had Job not got on his knees and worshipped the Lord. He got on his knees and not so much that he just got on his knees and worshipped him, but he gave God all the humbleness he could by tearing his robe. He tore his robe and he shaved his head. He bowed down on his knees on the ground and he worshipped. When he says, naked from my womb, I came and naked I will depart. That is a, a, a Christophany. That is looking to the future of the, the rebirthing that you take when you're baptized through the person of Jesus Christ. He was understanding that even though he came naked from his womb from God, he got naked again because he needed God to be close to him and, and, and be rebirthed into the family of God. So although the womb that he came out of from his mother before, he came out naked. He said, God, I need you right now. I've got to humble myself so much that I must shave my head bald. I need to get as low to the ground as I can because I need to bow at your throne. I have to humble myself for you right now. See, I want you to, 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 to take into consideration that Job has to be intercessor for himself and his family. See, this particular book, Job, it takes place during the same time period as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's taking place during that same time period in the, the, the patriarchal time period of the Bible where the father of the household has to take leadership spiritually for his family. So Job took the time to take that leadership over his family. It was almost like eulogizing his children. He had to give God the glory, the honor, and the praise and worship him in spite. I keep saying that today, in spite. And I hope you're catching why I keep saying in spite of, because everything that we've been dealing with, everything that's been going on in this world, we have to recognize that there is an in spite we have to have. 
See, that's what I, 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 I stress to, to, to you, brothers and sisters, to come out here on Sundays and to come out here on Thursdays because we have to have an in spite kind of praise. In spite of what's going on in this world, in spite of the chances of sickness, in spite of the chances of anything that could happen, we need to come on and congregate together as believers. There is something to say about it in spite prayer. That's what we call a sacrificial prayer. See, don't you know that's, that Job did something that most people don't do, but he interceded over for over his his family for his family so so what what does that mean practically for us on a day-to-day -day basis what does that mean practically for us that means you you have children that that, that that have reached a certain age that you can no longer control what they're going to do maybe they've they've reached that 20 something standpoint they've moved out the house but you want to be able to give them guidance in order to be able to to, to operate in this world in a better manner uh, because things are better learned second hand right and so you want to give them guidance but but you're not able to because they're grown and they're going to do it their own way so you have to have what's called sacrificial prayer sacrificial time with God you've got to sacrifice and intercede and, and, and worship God for them that was a regular custom for Job to intercede and sacrifice and, and give to God in, in spite of the situation for his children. So whenever his family died, whenever he lost all of his livestock, when he lost everything, it was as simple as saying, God, I believed you before and I'm going to trust you now. See, he had no problem getting on his knees and praying to God and doing all those things. He had no problem being able to, 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 to get down to the nitty gritty when it came to God. Sometimes you have to talk to God. Sometimes you have to get personable with him. Sometimes you have to get to where you can truly, truly, truly recognize who he is. The book of Job is really what that is all about. It's about a personal relationship that one individual had with God and what it looks like when Satan is sent out with his minions to be able to affect your life. I need you to understand Satan is not the one that is individually hurting everybody out here. See, Satan's not omnipresent like God. So he does not have the ability to hurt you and I at the same time, but he has demonic influence. He has demons and spirits that work for him, his little minions that are able to go out and do those things. And see, the book of Job tells us later on in the third chapter that he suffered this for months. He suffered this for a while. That things didn't just get better overnight. And what we've got to understand is God, the devil has bigger fish to fry. But when God gives the allowance for something to be done, he's going to dispatch his people. And what I need for each and every one of you to catch tonight is the understanding that Job, Job, which is called the hated one. See, sometimes you're going to be considered a Job in your life. Sometimes you're going to be the hated one. Sometimes you're going to be the one that's persecuted just for believing what you believe. It doesn't matter how pretty it looks when you get started in your life. But believing what you believe means that you will be persecuted. And being persecuted means that you have to withstand 
all the persecution. You need to withstand it because God tells us in the Bible that we will be, be granted our due season. See, just Sunday, I preached about the due season. Your due season is coming. And if your due season is coming, that means that one day you're going to cross through those pearly gates and all the suffering that you dealt with on this earth, all the issues and struggles that you dealt with on this earth. Everything that you dealt with here on this earth is no longer going to matter anymore. All the questions that you had from this earth, all the disappointments that you had on this earth, everything that you had dealing with on this earth is no longer going to matter anymore because sometimes you're going to get yourself into a situation where you are no longer going to have to, 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 to deal with that situation anymore because you've gone on home to the Lord. It's not going to be a situation when you get into heaven. And when you get into heaven, you're not going to be in a situation where you're going to be looking down on the earth. You're not going to be looking down on the earth and worried about what folk got going on and what's going on in this earth. But you're going to be granted by the power of God and that power of God's going to be so strong and it's going to be so strong in front of you that you're going to fall to your knees and worship him you're going to be just like job you're going to rip your robe and you're going to shave your head bald you're going to give him all the glory the honor and the praise you're going to praise him and you're going to lift your hands up you're going to say the lord giveth and the lord taketh away and just understand that everything you have on this earth is something that has been taken away from that can be taken away from you because the Lord gave it to you, you don't get to necessarily keep it. You can lose everything. See, God can put a hedge of protection around you over your life. He can bore you into a family that has all the riches in the world. He can bore you into a lifestyle where you are granted all the types of different privileges. But that does not mean that you are going to die that same way. I know there's many millionaires that were millionaires at some point in time in their life, but now are living inside of homeless shelters. That is the same type concept that you've got to understand that God gives in this world. He will test you and try you and work on you. He will do all types of things. But at the end of the day, your number one process the number one thing for you to do is to reach up to God and say thank you for all the things that you have done. See, he doesn't have to bless you every day. He doesn't have to give you gifts and all these other things. But as long as he is who he is. See, he woke you up this morning. He put breath inside of your body. See, whether you recognize or not that the breath inside of your body is stuff that you can't even see. And right now, because every time, every 30 seconds you breathe, you breathe in and you breathe out, and when you breathe in and you breathe out, you're doing it nothing but because God gave you the air to breathe it in. He made that that you have oxygen and enough oxygen inside of that air that you are able to breathe. See, the God that I serve, he operates behind closed doors. He operates back in the, 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 the heavenly realms. In the Bible that I'm teaching from today, it tells me that the devil could not touch Job's body until the Lord came and told him it was okay. The devil couldn't touch Job's family until the Lord said that it was okay. The devil couldn't even touch his livestock until the Lord said that it was okay. 
And because Job understood that the Lord had to give the final recall for what happened, that if everything was taken away from him, that he was still going to give God all the glory, the honor, and the praise, that he had to get on his knees and worship God because the only thing I got left is my wife. And those of you that know the story of Job, his wife looked at him and said, you should curse God and die because God has taken everything away from us. But you've got to understand today, brothers and sisters, that you can never curse God and die because if you curse God and then you die, you won't be walking through those pearly gates. But in other words, you need to worship God's glorious name. And then you can ask him a few questions. Tell him, God, I just don't understand how I ended up inside of this situation. Say, God, I just don't understand how you could take away all of my livestock. God, I don't understand how you could allow my children to go on home to the Lord. But I thank you in spite of that situation. And I pray to you right now, right now, God, I pray to you that you have allowed my children to walk through those gates. Father God, I worship and glorify your name in this place today. See, that's good stuff right there. You've got to understand that Job, who is the hated one, the prosecuted one. See, he wasn't hated by God. Mm -mm. God said he's upright and blameless. But he was hated by the devil. And the devil didn't like that God gave him such special attention. And what I have to say for you, brothers and sisters, is I want you to be the one that God gives special attention to. Be the one that God puts a hedge of protection around you because you're blameless and upright. But recognize if he takes everything away from you, that he's still God. He's still God. And you're waiting on your time to go on home to the Lord. I want to thank you guys for joining with us today for our Thursday night live Bible study. We will be continuing next week through our study of the book of Job. We'll start on Job, the first, the second chapter next week. And we will try and hit one full chapter every single week from here on out. Um, now that we kind of broke broke down the first chapter and from using the, the, the pro to prologue and then just kind of digging into some of this meat and potatoes. But it should start coming together for you. Job is broken up into just a few different different three different sections and we're going to look at that because it's going to be a prologue um, then then you're going to have a dialogue from four different people and then you're going to have a monologue and then a monologue back from God and then we're going to to, to, to to wrap this 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 book on up and it's going to be about 42 chapters altogether and it's going to be a mac magnanimous study magnanimous study so those of you that are following along go ahead and read chap chapter 2 so that we can get started next week and, and be able to move straight on through it smooth sailing <clears throat> but listen I, I want you guys to come on to come on out here on on sundays and worship with us we're having our worship at three o'clock here at the kingdom advancement 10803 deering road 40272 louisville kentucky we're coming out of acts the fourth chapter we're continuing on our series walking in holy boldness you don't want to miss what god has for you to to this week god has got a magnanimous word that he has placed on my soul to give to each and every one of you if you can't make it in house check us out on all of our social media outlets check us out on our website and you can even catch us on on mondays 
Monday evenings at 7.30. I know, guys, that means you're going to have to miss some football. But Monday evenings at 7.30 on the Daily Gospel Network. You can check us out. You can get that on the Roku, the, the Fire Stick, the Fire TV, the, the Amazon TV on, on uh uh, Android TV, on Apple TV, on YouTube, Facebook, all types of different platforms. We'd love to have you join us. Listen, if you want to support this ministry, if you want to donate to this ministry and uplift on this ministry because you want to plant a seed where you see ground is fertile, you can go onto our website and you can click right there on the tab that says give and there's a couple of different options. Now, if you're a Cash App fan, you can go right onto Cash App and you can type in the cacao, T-H-E-K-A-C-O-W the cacao and that's going to be dollar sign the cacao and you can donate to this ministry anything helps everything helps we are trying to do all types of outreach we go and feed the homeless and god will bless you for what you've done double fold right now we're waiting on our sevenfold miracle god has prophesied it over the house and church i want you to stand in, in prayer with me because sunday we're going to be calling for a corporate fast so be preparing for that pastor's going to give you more informations on that corporate fast come uh, uh sunday but we want to finish the first month of the year off right to declare that 2021 is going to be our due season for the church amen let me pray with you so we can get you on out of here um if you bow your heads and pray with me father god we come to you right now god and we just thank you right now for this word that was departed today we thank you for the opportunity for us to be able to dig deeper in the word where we can go through the bible verse by verse chapter by chapter book by book and be able to examine the word of god in a way that we're not able to do on sunday mornings father god to where we can get into the nitty-gritty we can learn about the, the 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 stories and the chapters between the stories that everybody knows amen that we can that we can lift up your name and your glorious word father god we just present ourselves today father god and we want to ask you right now that you give all the glory the honor and the praise right now because nobody else deserves it but you father god father god i ask you right now put a hedge of protection around everybody a part of the kingdom advancement everybody that has sown a seed into the kingdom advancement i pray that you are able to to uplift them and do something special inside of their life right now father god uh, may the lord bless thee and keep thee make his face to shine upon thee and give thee peace in the most matchless name of jesus we pray amen <laughs>